Welcome to the Kate Languages podcast. I'm your host, Kate Clifton. I'm a former MFL teacher who left the classroom in 2017 to set off on my own adventure. Since then, I've developed my passion for helping teachers through creating time-saving teaching resources, delivering language lessons and CPD to languages teachers, and of course, through this podcast. I've had some wonderful feedback from teachers about how my work is helping them with their everyday teaching, and I love connecting with teachers from all over the world. To get in touch, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. I'm at Kate Languages on both, or you can email me through my website, katelanguages.co.uk. But for now, grab a cuppa, although maybe not if you're listening in the car. Sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the Kate Languages podcast. how are you? I hope you're doing okay. Today's episode is just me on my own and I'm going to be talking today about money. So I want to give you my top five ways that you as a languages teacher can make a little bit of extra cash on the side without having to do anything weird or dodgy. Um, But also, yeah, by using your skills and the things that you already do day to day, and just using them to, yeah, to to make a bit of extra cash because, wow, at the time of recording in 2023, there's a bit of a cost of living crisis going on. And I think we could all do with a bit of <laughs> bit of a cash injection. So, yes, I'm just going to go quickly through today my top five ideas for how you can make a bit of extra cash as a languages teacher. So number one, and it's probably not a surprise that this is my number one, is selling teaching resources. So when I first started working on my own, so I have to say, I didn't actually sell teaching resources when I was a full-time teacher. I I don't know if I just wasn't really aware that this was something that people do. I don't know. But yeah, so I, I, I only started doing this when I started working for myself. And I remember it really well. And I've got a whole episode about creating and selling teaching resources if you want to go back and listen to that one. But I remember really, really well, like putting my first teaching resource on TES. So TES, Times Education Supplement, if you don't know it. I'm pretty sure most UK based teachers would know that one. So yeah, TES.com. And I put like some things up there for sale. And you have to get £10 in your like little bank to be able to then actually withdraw it and transfer it into your real bank so you can actually spend it. And I remember sitting there with my husband and being like, oh, am I going to make £10? Am I going to make £10? Which, when I look back now, is hilarious because... (laughs) So this was 2017, so now that's like six years I've been selling resources on Tez. And I had a little look back through um, and edited it all up. And yeah, so I have actually made nearly £30,000 on TES. And I've got to say, that's the money that's gone into my bank. That's not what people have spent on my resources. Because this is one thing that I'll say about TES is that they take a lot of money. So yeah, so I also obviously sell resources on my website. As a comparison, if I sell something for about a fiver on my website through PayPal or Stripe or whatever, I get like £4.70 something, £4.80 something. On TES, if I sell something for £5, I get £3.50. So they do take quite a lot of money, but it's a big website and lots of people use it and people, more people will see your resources. 
So my point is, you can make a decent amount of money on tears, even though they do take quite a lot of the money from you. And also people, if you want to buy my resources, they're cheaper on my website and I get more money per resource. So just saying. The other website that is more international is called Teachers Pay Teachers. I don't know if, again, UK-based teachers might not have heard of this so much. I know in the US, TPT, Teachers Pay Teachers, is absolutely huge. I've kind of given it a bit of a go. Again, my gosh, they take a lot of money. And it's quite hard as a British person going, well, I don't know how many dollars to charge for these resources. So yeah, I've I've kind of given it a bit of a go, but I've got to say I'm not as au fait with TPT as I am with Tez. But as I say, also my own website is where I really focus all my efforts on selling my resources. But that's because people know me, they know my name. When I look at my like Google analytics and stuff, people search for my website, they search for my name. So Luckily for me, I've I've managed to build up my reputation. But if you are a teacher who is wanting to make a bit of extra cash, if you're good at making resources, if you enjoy making resources, then yeah, I like I say, like you can actually make a decent amount of money on websites like Tez. The one thing I would always say, oh, number one, always give answers. There's nothing more annoying, especially if you're paying for a resource, if there's no answers provided. So that's my number one tip. My number two thing I'd like to say, maybe the reason why I didn't sell resources while I was still teaching is I kind of felt like if I'm making resources to teach in a school, then I don't think I really have the right to sell them. So you've got, you're going to have to check that with your school. I know that some schools are quite, I was going to say precious, but they're rightly so, they want to keep their intellectual property. So if you've created resources to teach in a school, I think legally it's kind of intellectual property of the school or even the multi-academy trust that you're working for. So you're going to need to check that. But if you've got a bit of extra time and you enjoy making resources and you can make them specifically to sell on a website like Tez, then yeah, like I say, I think it's really worth it. I think it's really worthwhile doing and a fairly easy way of making a bit of extra cash, I would say. My second idea for making a bit of extra money as a teacher is through private tuition. Now, again, this is nothing new or, you know, crazy. And I know loads and loads of teachers who do make a bit of extra money through private tuition. In recent years, and particularly since the pandemic, I would say it's become so much easier to make money through private tuition because you don't have to travel to somebody's house or have somebody come to your house. You can do it all on Zoom. You can do it all online. And it, you know, from the comfort of your own home, it's really easy. You can tutor people all over the world. So I remember my sister lives in America. And when she first moved to America, she was tutoring Chinese children. She was teaching English to Chinese children because she has a TEFL qualification and has taught English as a foreign language. She was teaching English to Chinese children from her bedroom in America at kind of weird times because of the time differences and stuff like that but yeah like basically her face has kind of been beamed out to a a Chinese classroom so because these things are at other times as well there's no reason why you couldn't be doing that and as a languages teacher you should be able to teach English as a foreign language as well for sure so either private tuition of people you know students like I say anywhere in your own country all around the world, or as I've been doing, teaching teachers. At the moment, I'm not looking for any more tutors because I've got lots and lots of amazing people on my books, 
we're looking for students because I've got so many lovely tutors now. So if you are an MFL teacher that needs to improve a foreign language, this is going off off track a little bit, sorry. But if you're an MFL teacher who needs to improve one of your languages to teach them, then don't forget I'm doing one-to-one classes, one-to-one lessons, and me and my lovely, lovely team of tutors are available to do that. So anyway, back to how you can make money rather than giving me money. (laughs) So yeah, tuition is really easy. You don't need much. If you, you know, if you're teaching, if you're doing like GCSE preparation, then chances are you've already taught all the stuff. You've got the resources, you've got textbooks and things like that. And it's it's a really nice thing to do. Before the pandemic, when I was like actually teaching people in real life and, you know, going to people's houses, I taught tiny little kids from the age of like five right through to adults, you know, retired adults who wanted to, for example, go to Spain on holiday or I had a group who wanted to go traveling in South America and they just wanted to learn some Spanish. So yeah, you don't have to only teach GCSE and A-level preparation. Like there are so many options and I think particularly for languages teachers, I think it may be if you're maths or science or something like that, then you're, you know, you're a bit more constrained But yeah, there are so many options for private tuition for languages teachers, for sure. My third option, and again, this is something that I do to make money as a languages teacher, is CPD workshops. So delivering training to teachers again, particularly since the pandemic, there is so much stuff online and there are so many fantastic things. In fact, I recently delivered a Linguascope webinar on exploiting one text, which is another episode in this season of the podcast as well. And this is something I'm going to be talking about at the language show in November. And I'm also doing my own CPD workshop on this in 2024 as well. So Hope Linguascope don't mind me saying that they pay just over £100 for the hour of doing a webinar. So, you know, that's a fantastic way of making a bit of extra cash. I run CPD workshops myself. I do them on Saturday mornings and I also collaborate with other people. So over the past couple of years, I've collaborated with a few different people, co-hosted CPD workshops on Saturday mornings. And each time, again, I hope people don't mind me saying how much money I'm making or how much money I'm paying other people to do these things. But each time we've made a good few hundred pounds and I've been able to pay the person a couple of hundred quid for, and it's not just for two hours work because they do an awful lot of work of preparing. And then, you know, there's all the promoting and stuff like that. So it it might feel like, oh my gosh, you're getting a couple of hundred pounds for a couple of hours work. But there's a lot more that goes into it than that. But again, it's not bad for a Saturday morning for sure. And again, over and above what you're doing as a teacher. So yeah, and everybody has got something that they're really, really good at. I think quite often you don't realise what you're good at because you're good at it and you find it really easy. But everybody has something that they can do that is really, really good and that other people will want to hear about. So it's just thinking about, okay, what's the thing that I know about? What am I passionate about? What do I want to talk about? So I did a really good CPD workshop with Julie, Uh, who's at Teaching Planning Languages on Instagram about planning, backwards planning. It was so good. It was absolutely amazing. I did one with Erica Sanchez, who used to be my Spanish tutor, who taught the Spanish evening classes. I did one with her a few months ago about behaviour management, positive behaviour management. 
So yeah, that kind of thing. And I do, I do free show and tell workshops. I'm doing another one in December. That one, I'm afraid people don't get paid for because it's just show and tell and it's just, you know, 10 minutes each. But if you're doing a show and tell workshop with me, chances are I'm going to think of you when I'm like, right, I'm going to, I really want to co-host a CPD workshop at some point. Oh, that person was really, really good when we did the show and tell CPD workshop. And, you know, you're always going to be front of mind. And the first person that I think of contact, you know, said a little message on Instagram, like, oh, do you fancy doing a bit more CPD or, you know, something else like that? So again, it's something that is really, actually really easy to do. You just have to have a bit of confidence to put yourself out there. Can I just say as well, the best thing about webinars, in my experience, I've already done a Linguascope webinar. Well, I've done two now, yeah. So, and the best thing is that you can't actually see the people who are watching because it's a webinar. So you don't even know how many people are watching. For all you know, you're just like talking to your computer screen. And Krista Hazel, who runs them as well, is so lovely and she's so supportive. Yeah, she's absolutely fantastic. So, it's, it's a really lovely thing to do. Even if you're not feeling confident, honestly, you wouldn't even know that there are people watching. So I'd highly recommend doing those. And like I say, they can be quite lucrative. Okay, number four. What other skills do you have? So a fantastic example of this is the fact that my podcast is now being edited and produced by Joe Dale. He is, as everybody knows, a kind of MFL tech guy. But I'm sure there are plenty of other people out there who are really good with tech. No offence, Joe. I know you're amazing. <laughs> but there are lots of other people out there who are really good with techie stuff. And there are loads of people who want to do podcasts or who maybe want to record an online course. And they're going to need some help and some tech support. So offering your services for people to pay you to edit and produce their podcast or their online course or whatever they're doing is a fantastic way if you're good at it and it's something that you enjoy it's a fantastic way of making a bit of extra money and again like you can charge really well for this don't think like oh I can you know I can't charge too much for these things like if you are really skilled at something and somebody wants to make their work look and sound really professional then they're going to be willing to pay you. Another way that you can use your services, so I know quite a few teachers who are really good with things like Canva and making really lovely like PowerPoint slides or making, you know, really good social media posts and stuff like that. And there are plenty of people like me who are quite like Canva. I'm getting used to it. I've got to say, I've paid for it recently. That's made a difference. <laughs> So yeah, free versions of things are not always actually worth doing. And sometimes it really is worth paying for stuff. Just as an aside of like, that's not how you make money, you spend money. But yeah, do pay for stuff when you need to. But yeah, so I quite like using Canva. I quite enjoy it. I'm not brilliant at it. And I know that there are people out there who are much better than me. And I would definitely be willing to pay somebody to like help me with my social media. I have put this out there. I am trying to find people or a person at least to help me with my social media. So with the graphics and I enjoy writing. I'm quite good at writing posts and stuff like that, but particularly with the graphics and just almost like coming up with ideas of social media. I know loads of people on Instagram who are brilliant at coming up with brilliant posts and brilliant ideas for things to share on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, or you know, running Facebook groups or anything like that. 
And if you offer your services and charge for them, then, you know, it's a really great way of making a bit of extra cash. It doesn't necessarily have to be people like me who are in the world of education either. There are millions of online entrepreneurs out there who just need a bit of extra help. So they might need a virtual assistant, even somebody to go through their emails and answer emails for, I don't know, five hours a week, two hours a week even, you know, so that's called a virtual assistant if you're doing that kind of thing, a VA. And again, it's just a way of, if you love that kind of thing, if you're really good at it, it's just a really great way of making a bit of extra money, doing something you enjoy. You're probably going to be playing on Canva, scrolling Instagram on your computer looking at emails anyway so why not get somebody to pay you to actually while you're spending your time doing that anyway okay so just to recap the first four we've had making and selling resources on tears or tpt private tuition cpd workshops using your other skills so podcast audio editing and producing graphic design social media expertise all that kind of stuff And the last thing I thought about, I think it's because we've just had the summer holidays and they felt quite long and I was thinking, oh, how can people make a bit of extra money in the summer holidays? I've got to say, this is probably more for people who don't have children, but summer schools, there are summer schools all over the world. And as I was saying before with the private tuition, as a languages teacher, you should be pretty well set for being able to teach English as a foreign language. I mean, I personally do have a TEFL qualification and I do also have an MA in Applied Linguistics and English Language Teaching. So I can teach English to quite a high level. But yeah, I mean, I actually, one of my friends is a music teacher and she teaches English. She's got a TEFL qualification as well. And she does summer schools and teaches English as a foreign language over the summer holidays in a summer school near where she lives in England. But there are opportunities to go for a few weeks or like a month over the summer and teach in Spain, teach in China, go and teach in like a really cool place that you get to experience life in a different country. You get paid. I mean, okay, you're not going to get paid a ton of money, but it's a really fantastic experience. And it's a really, and they'll pay you flights and all that accommodation and stuff, you know. So you do end up with a bit of extra cash in your hand. But it's a great way of earning a bit of extra money and just doing something that's a bit different and exciting. And, you know, it's making me feel nostalgic for the days when I used to go like living in different countries and teaching in summer schools and teaching English around the world. Anyway, so on that note, I would love to hear from you whether you do any of these things and make any money from the things that I've mentioned or whether you do anything else, especially if it's a little bit, no, okay, not too weird. I don't need you telling me about your OnlyFans account or anything like that. Yeah, so not too weird, but if you do anything that is a bit different, but particularly that uses your language skills and uses your teaching skills. So as always, I'm at Kate Languages on Instagram and Facebook. I'm also on threads these days. Don't know how long that's going to last, so we'll see. It's kind of fun. I'm Kate Clifton on LinkedIn. If you want to get in touch with with me there, you can also email me through my website, katelanguages.co.uk. And yeah, let me know. What do you do to make a little bit of extra cash to, I don't know, either have fun or possibly even pay your electricity bill because that is life in 2023. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kate Languages podcast. 
If you did, please think about leaving me a five-star review. And you can also tag me on social media to let me know you've been listening and let me know your thoughts on the episode. Also, don't forget to subscribe so the next episode of the Kate Languages podcast can be delivered straight to your device as soon as it's released. But until then, auf Wiedersehen, au revoir, adios, bye.